Open Table podcast episode of Shame and Being. My name is Aziza Gore. And I'm Sarah Taylor. And in-house today we have the one and only. <laughs> uh, Neil McMichael. Yo. Ooh. Clap, 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 <laughs> clap. We, we don't know if we can have like, um, what do they call it? When you insert those clapping sounds. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, we don't know if we can have that yet, but we're hoping to. We'll Fingers just like crossed. buy like a little, like, a little like small, like, uh, I don't know, like music thing, like attach it to little buttons Honestly, and just do yes. it ourselves. Yes. Right. Or so if anyone like knows of like a free version that we can just insert and no one will sue us for using. Oh, you're thinking about legalities. Of I course. like, yeah, no, I no. like that. Of course. It's, it's part of what I get paid for. She's a five, so it's, it's, <laughs> her, it's her thing. Well, tell me this, because we're today we're talking about food and body image, right? So, like, what did you eat today? What did I eat today? Oh, no. Um, okay, no, I did eat. I did eat. Okay. Okay. I did not eat until, like, 2.30 today, mm-hmm. which it's, that was bad. That was yeah. bad. Um, but I had a slice of cake. Okay. A... Um, Jamaican turnover curried chicken Ooh, patty. I thing. know what you mean. Oh, yeah. I know those. Those are good. Y- yeah. yeah, and um, a couple plantain slices. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had some water and also some peach nectar mixed with ginger ale. Okay. Wow. You know what? You didn't eat till two thirty, but yes. like you made up for it. Try because that sounds nice. It was good. What about you, Neil? Uh, I got you beat on time, though. I didn't eat until about 3 o'clock because um, I also make bad decisions with my eating habits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so went to Bento, got some Asian Cajun chicken with lo mein and a large vanilla milk tea with boba because I'm moderately addicted, but that's okay. We should talk more about your boba addiction. We should. Maybe like in um. What do they call it? Not interrogation. Conversation? <laughs> no, you know how when like... Intervention? Yeah, intervention? Intervention style. Yeah, so we're going to put a pin on that one. Wow. I, tune in next time. Tune, tune in next time. Tune in next time for my intervention. I though, okay, I didn't eat until I was driving over here. <laughs> so four o'clock. So I ate <laughs> first is what I'm hearing today. Which is, it's still... And I have not... You were talking about drinking water. I have not... I've only drank a matcha latte this early this morning. Mm. I've not drank water at all today, so I am dehydrated. (laughs) But what have you eaten, Aziza? I ate a burger from Whataburger. Mm. Wait, like a burger burger? Like a burger burger. Here's the thing. I was a self-proclaimed vegan for a while, and then I... I, then I stopped calling myself vegan a couple months ago, but I still have the title. And so people are constantly shocked <laughs> when I like, <laughs> <laughs> like eating cheese pizza or like chicken nuggets. And they're like, um, aren't you lactose intolerant? Yeah. So that's that. too. <laughs> <laughs> this is another thing I should probably be paying attention to. I'm just like gassy all the time now. It's not. <laughs> you know, I moved out at Dove Glen at the right time. Let me tell you. You really did. It's not. Jesus. <laughs> I used to share a bathroom with Aziza, guys. That's yeah, why I was. You, yeah, you left that really, truly. It was <laughs> no. What has that been like for you? Like not like having that label anymore, like and renegotiating your relationship with food, though. What's yeah. that been like? 
It's been, it's been weird. I like am trying, and it's funny because I feel a lot of guilt now, because um, there is like, and I also, I took a lot of pride in not being one of those like um, vegans who were like, sup- like had that like superiority complex because I was mm. like, you know what, eat what you want, like figure out what works for you. Um, but I think it was just a like a face, cause like there was like some legitimate like um, like pride in like not like consuming meat or like animal products. And now when I do consume meat and animal products, I just like feel so bad about it. Like and I do, like in my mind I don't right. I'm like I really do believe that we should be able to just eat um, like what works for our bodies, but also. I still, like, I don't know. I have not unpacked that shame yet. Because, like, <laughs> even yesterday, I was, like, I'm really just going to have a moment of vulnerability. We had, like, our key team meeting thing, and yeah. there was, like, catering from Publix. And so there was, like, these big trays of salad, and then there was, like, chicken nuggets. Chicken nuggets. And I was, like, <laughs> I would not put the chicken nuggets on my plate, but I kept coming back and just, like... <laughs> Like, throwing them in my mouth and, like, running and eating salad. And just, like, just, like, I remember having the thought of, like, I hope no one walks in on me just, like, dipping, like, all of this. I was just, like, unashamedly just, like, dipping all this chicken nuggets in (laughs) the sauce and, like, just hoping that no one walked in. Because I was just, like, (laughs) stuffing my mouth like a chipmunk before anyone, like, could come in. Is that what I walked in on? You walked in. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you knew. <laughs> I don't think you knew when you walked in. I was like, oh, pick a tomato. <laughs> Act natural. Put kale in your mouth. Cucumber. Like, <laughs> there's, no, there's no judgment here. You know, I brought my own birthday cake to community tonight, and I only ate cake. Honestly, big <laughs> I fan. I only ate the cake. Power move. Yeah. Hey, yes. Yeah, so what's your experience been like with food? Um... I've always been, like, a picky eater since Mm -hmm. I was young. I never really got into vegetables until, like, a year ago. The only time I would eat vegetables is if it's, like, mixed in with, like, fried rice where I can't taste it. Mm -hmm. But now, and I still like doing that, but, like, I somehow became a big fan of broccoli. I don't know why, but it has to be, like, the right kind of broccoli. Because, honestly, sometimes, like, you eat broccoli and it's just, like, not good. Yes. So, but I'm a big fan of flame broiler broccoli. And, yeah, I mean, I just have, like, a very... I don't know, I guess limited diet. I just mostly eat, like, so protein, like, chicken and beef, mm-hmm. and then, like, a lot of rice, because I'm Asian. Uh, <laughs> and, then, and then some vegetables. And, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll eat, like, you know, noodles, you know, like some lo mein or something like that. I'll If I'm hungry enough, I'll eat some pizza or, like, burgers or whatever. So. Are you picky by by choice? It's not, like, a dietary thing? Uh, no, not necessarily. Yeah, it's a little bit somewhat by choice i'm also like a big texture person so like if something's got like the wrong texture it's like yeah "Mm, no how do you feel about coconut coconut um not a big fan Hmm. not a huge fan of coconut but if you like coconut that's your thing i meh i love coconut wow Mm. i like it in those girl scout cookies oh the samoas yes i freaking love samoas no but I don't know. I feel like a lot of people don't like coconut. Like yeah. I asked for a coconut cake one year for my birthday and none of my friends would eat it. Mm. 
because they all hated coconut and i was like sucks to be all it's my birthday yeah i mean but more for you though that's the strap honestly though. you get you get food that people don't like and then it's like so one time at school i brought this whole bag of tootsie rolls and everyone made fun of me and said that i was an old man and i just kept sitting there happily eating tootsie rolls <laughs> i mean come on tootsie rolls though what? You gonna judge me for Tootsie Rolls? I, I am love though. Tootsie Rolls and I'm Milk sorry. Duds. No, those are great. So I, I finished like a whole bag of two hundred in like five days once. It was not good. Yeah, I was gonna say that was my immediate thought as you were saying that. I was like, that doesn't sound like a good idea. I ate a lot, but it's okay. I don't regret it. It was like five years ago, but I don't still don't regret it. So speaking of like memories, mm-hmm. like what are y'all's like earliest memories with food and shame? Mm-hmm. Mm. like in that relationship and how have you experienced that kind of throughout your life I remember being shamed um, for not finishing my food or like if I didn't like food mm-hmm. I remember my mom would cook and um, if I said that I wasn't hungry not that I wasn't hungry I would say like oh I don't like this and then she would like remind me of all the children in the world who like to have no food and like you mm. need to be eating what about you know all the hungry children and yeah. i think yeah but i think that's like the closest thing i've had really i don't actually really have a very complicated relationship with food mm. um but i do have a complicated relationship with body image mm. which is funny um mm. because those two like don't cross paths for me interesting how how does that like play out? Like, how do they not cross paths for you? And like, what is your relationship with body image then? Yeah, I, um, I guess, it, yeah, I struggled a lot with like having a big forehead as a kid. Oh, Neil, your forehead's not even that big. Listen, I was not a big fan of it when I was young. You know, I, yeah. I, that, I always had like, you know, bangs, like the sort of Bieber, oh, like really? Beatles hair. Always, always. Because like, I just didn't want this thing to be shown to the world. Because I also have like o- naturally oily skin mm. as well. So like later on in the day, even now, it's like, you know, just bits of oil on my forehead. And I used to have like, you know, a lot of pimples up there and stuff. But like ever yeah. since I've, I've grown to be like more comfortable with it. Like, it was actually, like, a big move for me to start doing my hair like this. Because I got this haircut that was just, like, a little bit too short. And I just kind of decided to just, like, go for it and, like, try, you know, try something like this out. Yeah. And I was like, you know, if it works, it works. If it doesn't, you know, I'll just do it until my hair grows out again. Yeah. For those of you who can't see Neil's hair, it goes up and swoof. Yeah, it's got got a swoof. You have to compare it to a celebrity. Uh... Just for the people who can't see. It's also got to be a celebrity that people know. Yeah. Um, I want to say Zayn Malik. Zayn Zayn Malik, it's like up and like straight. It's no. Yeah. Yeah, it's like like we're square and up. Let's just say it's sort of like a a 19. Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. No, Tom. Okay, I'm just going to stop guessing. This got got complicated real fast. Uh, (laughs) What were you going to say? You were going to say a 19? I don't know. It's sort of like a fifth, like in the spirit of like the 50s and everything to just sort of slick your hair back. Even though I I don't use like pomade, I just use like a basic putty. But it's just just putting some product in your hair and combing it backwards and putting a part down. That's it. Fluff it a little bit, it seems like. You just give it a little shake, you a know, little slow. Because it does part. It's not just straight back. Oh, I you you know what's funny also hair journeys. Yes. Me, like Sarah and I have talked about that. Like they are intense. 
Yeah. And like on paper, it's like, it's just hair. But like. No. No. That's, that's you. Yeah. What do you think it is? What do you think it is about hair that like gets us? I mean, I think it's something people notice really quickly, right? Like, it's Mm -hmm. your face, Mm -hmm. and it's right up there next to framing your face. And, like, hair is just so varied and different. And so it's, like, easy to... It sticks out, right? Like, hair is, like, super noticeable because everyone's does tend to be very different. Mm -hmm. Like, and so it's, like, a statement. Mm -hmm. Like, because everyone's got kind of different hair like no one's hair curls exactly the same yeah. Yeah. even if you have straight hair there are different like levels of straightness yeah. you know and yeah. like then you have different like colors and cuts and like yeah, yeah, yeah. you can have good hair days and better and there's dry hair and there's oily hair and there's thin hair and there's thicker like it's just so varied yeah. yeah that like it's just something that i think is like people like tie uniquely to them yeah, yeah. and i think at least for women like in a religious context i remember hearing at some point and i'm not sure i, I guess it's in the bible but like <laughs> what's that honestly <laughs> honestly that <laughs> the um, what but the like who? like a woman's like hair is like her crown of glory or something like that yeah like mm. and so it was this idea that oh you should have really like good nice yeah. hair and i remember like being you know like a teenager and like guys being like oh i like long hair on girls and i was like oh better have long hair then yeah. like <laughs> got to get a guy like mm. you know yeah um we do also we do tie like femininity to hair, mm-hmm. which is like uncomfortable sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, cause cause I remember um, when I was I've cut my I've gone bald twice in my life, and I remember when I was gonna go bald the first time, my mom was like, "Well, you better get you some earrings, and like you have to start wearing tresses." <laughs> like we just had to like balance out this like <laughs> quote unquote masculine thing that I was gonna do. Mm. Um, which sucks. It sucks that we can't just like, um, mm-hmm. I don't know. It just sucks that we don't feel the freedom to just like play with our hair sometimes because we have to like fit into these yeah. boxes of like femininity or masculinity or like what's attractive. It's also just like a big jump if you go for like a something as drastic as like, you know, going bald or mm-hmm. something like that. You know, it's one thing if you just get your hair trimmed a little bit. Yeah. But there was this one point like last year when I was like, I think I'm going to get like a fade. Yeah. And for me, that was like a big thing. I'm like, oh, God, like what if it doesn't come out right? You know, because it's yeah. one thing if you just get it trimmed. But like, you know, you get like something like a fade like that. You know, you got to. You gotta get it like from the right person. You gotta see and it through for a while too. Exactly. Regardless. Exactly. It's like mm-hmm. it's like if it comes out bad, then you just you just become a hat person for a little while. Yeah. <laughs> just wear nothing but beanies. It's like, did you get a haircut? No, no, no. I just, just we're like beanies right now. <laughs> yeah. Let's go through beanie phase. It's my brand. I had that happen for a while. Where like I just beanie phase. Yeah, yeah. I only I only have one beanie though, but I wore it every <laughs> single day because I kept waking up late and I didn't feel like doing my hair before class. Yeah. And my hair just got really, really long, and I didn't notice until it started curling out at the bottom of the beanie. Yeah. But then it was cool because it was almost like this like skater boy thing. Even though I can't ride a skateboard <laughs> to save my life, but I kind of liked the look. But after a while, you know, I was like, okay, this is getting way out of hand. <laughs> Yeah, but I think there's, like, something powerful about, like, finally doing what you want to do with your hair, though, and taking the big, like, jump. Because, like, again, you can't see this, but, like, I have blue hair. Yeah. Which was, like, a thing I did last November, and it was, like, this very empowering moment for me. Mm-hmm. Because, like, my whole life, like, like, you know, when you're young, your parents pick out your hair. And then when you're, like, under 18, they still have to kind of approve of your hair because they're paying for your haircut, probably. And then, like, by the time I was old enough to, like, vocalize what I wanted with my hair, 
it was like I was trying to appease the male gaze. And so I was doing what like men thought, like I thought men would find attractive. Mm. And then like, I did want blue hair, but that wasn't allowed in the religious um, space I was in. And so like to dye my hair blue was like, and cut it shorter, which it's like not crazy short, but it's like shoulder length was like this like pretty like big act of liberation and like ownership of my body. Yes. Mm. And like just super like elevating confidence and stuff. And I think that's some of what like relationships with like food and like body image in general come down to, right? Like ownership of your body and like Mm. feeling empowered Mm. in your own body. Yeah. Like, so circling back to some of that, Neil, you're, early experiences with body image and food and shame and stuff and how that's affected your life well let's see uh similar to Aziza I was also somewhat shamed a little bit for like not finishing food sometimes Mm -hmm. I still like can't finish my foods which is why whenever I cook food for myself I do my best to not have leftovers also because I'll just forget about the leftovers I won't I won't want to like go back and eat it for whatever reason so I just try to finish everything like there and then unless it's Chick-fil-a nuggets I'll leave those in the fridge for like days and still eat them but you know it's it's the Lord's (laughs) food you know what are you gonna do (laughs) it's the Lord's nuggets and um yes um and also a little bit of shame for being picky, you know, mm. for like friends and stuff. Whenever we want to go out and eat, people always look at me and it's like, well, what do you want? And I'm like, why ask me? It's like, well, you're the picky one. Mm. And so I sort of became like the picky one of the group. Because anytime friends are like, oh, let's go get Mexican. I'm like, I don't really like it. Yeah. You know, it's, I've tried to like it, but there's just so much going on. And yeah. I'm not a fan of what's going on, you know. It's like, there's just all this cheese and all these beans and everything. And I'm like, just give me like some beef and some rice or something I'm like <laughs> maybe a little beans some popcorn I'm, I'm good I'm good but um yeah what what else was it you said you say body image as well body image and like shame and yeah okay um I, I see body image yeah I don't, I don't know if I've ever been shamed for like body image but I know I for a long time even still now like I'm a little self conf- uh, self-conscious, you know, like with my shirt off and everything mm. and whatnot. Because, like, you know, sometimes, like, you know, in high school, it's like you're around all these athletes and some of these dudes are, like, working out all the time. And they're, like, you know, oh, it's like they're ripped and everything. Yeah. It's also weird when you see a kid who's, like, you know, three years younger than you and just, like, shredded and has no body fat. And then you just feel bad. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, you know, I've, I've grown to, like, be, like, more comfortable. Um just like with myself and like you know how I look and everything yeah you know and yeah I don't know I just I, it's still like a thing that I deal with you know because but I've, I've gotten better at it you know yeah so like I've, I've grown comfortable with things like you know stretch marks and everything like that yeah and just like not looking like Chris Hemsworth um <laughs> Chris Hemsworth is the way I put it but yeah the, in the one of the articles um when it was talking about like men and like their body image, it was mentioning that like guys um, have a thing with like like muscles. Yeah, I was about to say lack of like perceived muscles yeah. or something like that, lack of muscularity. Yeah, yeah, that that's cer- that certainly is. Which um, is a thing. it's funny how like we, because um, whenever we were talking about shame, um, or. W- Brene Brown talks about shame. <laughs> uh, <laughs> she, she, so she was differentiating between guilt and shame. And so guilt is I did something wrong and shame is I am innately wrong. Um, mm. I'm curious about like how we go from a jump, like, cause like 
when I think about my relationship with food or even just like my relationship with my body, when I'm not feeling like positive about those things, like I just don't understand the jump to I am worthless. You know what I mean? Like from, oh, I'm insecure about my body to like, oh, me as a human being, I have no worth. And so that's like something that I still like I'm unpacking. Uh, But I'm curious about your thoughts on that.